Hello, and welcome to another episode of A Little Ray of Sunshine, inspirational stories from everyday people. I just had a story that I wanted to share that comes to my mind quite often, so I thought it would be fun to share this story with you. Several years ago, my son was serving a mission in Paraguay for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and when it came time for him to come home from his mission, my two sons and I, we were able to fly out to Paraguay and pick him up to bring him home. And so, a little bit of backstory before we actually left. I had visited with my two sons who both served Spanish-speaking missions as well, and so they knew the language very well. And I approached them and I said, how would you like to go out to Paraguay with me to pick up your brother? And they were really excited and they wanted to do this. But then the reality set in and they realized, how am I going to pay for this, Dad? And I said, we'll work it out. We'll figure it out. But let's make plans to go. And so at that point, I decided that I would help them. They were both newly married and I thought, you know, it would be quite a financial struggle for them if they were having to pay for airline tickets and everything else. So I decided to help them. And the way I helped them was I took on a part-time evening job at a local gas station. And my responsibilities were much like you would find in any gas station slash convenience store. I sold lottery tickets. I you know, swept up cigarette butts in the parking lot, cleaned the bathrooms, uh, did all the stuff that you would do. In the daytime, I was teaching college courses at BYU-Idaho. And then when I left there, I would have a change of clothes in my car. And I would pull up to the gas station, go in the bathroom, change into my Levi's, my T-shirt, my ball cap, put my suit away, and go to work. Well, I did this for several months and saved up my earnings enough that I was able to purchase the plane tickets for all three of us. The reason I share that story is I had a couple interesting experiences while I was working. And, you know, people would come in and they were very well-dressed, well-groomed, so forth. They would not look me in the eye. They wouldn't give me any eye contact whatsoever. And there were times when I actually recognized somebody and they knew who I was, but they never looked me in the eye to know. Contrast that with people who had come in that seemed to be a little down and out on their luck. They would talk to me. They would uh, ask me questions. I would talk to them and get to know them. And it was such a different experience for me. And I think possibly people that came in might have thought, oh gosh, this poor guy, he's middle-aged and all he can do is work at, at a convenience store or something. I don't know what they were actually thinking, but that's what I thought. And it just kind of made me realize how many people do we pass by each day and don't look at them, we don't talk to them, because maybe they're a little different than us or we're different from them in our lifestyles. So it really got me thinking. Well, this isn't actually the story that I was leading into, but just a little bit of back history that got us to Paraguay. So the day came, we went to Paraguay, were there a few days before my son was actually able to come with us, and 
his mission president gave him permission to go with us on a bus, a five-hour bus trip, and we went to a place called Iguazu Falls. And if you are familiar with that, there are three rivers that intersect between Paraguay, Argentina, and Brazil. And we got there real early, and we got on this little rickety canoe, and it took us over into where Iguazu Falls was. Beautiful, beautiful. If you've ever seen Niagara Falls, Iguazu Falls is 10 times more magnificent than that. It's beautiful. Well, we had a great day, and we spent the time together laughing and joking and just enjoying the scenery. And when it came time to leave, we were able to catch that little old rickety canoe back. So once we got across the river, we had to get our passport stamped. And we had a few issues there. We were able to work through them. But we realized that uh, the only bus that was going to leave to take us back that we had tickets for was in less than an hour. And we still had to walk quite a ways. And so we took off. And my three sons, they're young, they're energetic, and they're, they're you know, trucking along. And I'm middle-aged and moving, doing the best I can to keep up with them. And... We approached this hill. I don't remember how much of an incline it was, but what I do remember was it was quite steep. And I'm doing my best to keep up, and I have my head down, and I'm, I'm walking, and I'm pushing, and I'm, I'm feeling the strain of trying to get up that hill, and we had to hurry. And uh, so I was doing my best. And then all of a sudden, my head was still down, but then all of a sudden I just felt this push from behind. It was as if I was running, practically, up that hill. And as I was feeling this push, I turned my head to the side, and I looked behind me, and I saw my oldest son with his hands in the small of my back. I saw my middle son with his hands in the small of his back, and my younger son doing the same thing with his brother in front of him. And they had formed kind of a train, and all of them had their heads down and were pushing. And all I really had to do was move my feet, and before I knew it, I was up that hill. Well, you might be thinking, now what's so special about that story, and why is it that you think about that quite often? Over the years, I've had a chance to put the pieces together a little bit more in my mind. And this is what I've come up with. In life, in life, right? We struggle, and many times it feels like that we're fighting an uphill battle. We're tired. We're worn out. And in our minds, we think, how am I ever going to make it? How will I ever make it up this hill? Or how can I make it through the day? And as you think about that, think about the Savior, our loving elder brother, and what he went through. And because he went through what he went through, he is now there for us, pushing us, just as my sons were pushing me up that hill so that we could make it and feel that triumphant feeling that comes from succeeding in something. When you have times, like I know I have, but when you have times where it's just you're spinning your wheels and you can't seem to get in a groove. Maybe it's your spirituality is declining. 
Maybe your physical health isn't doing as well. Maybe perhaps emotionally you're having some struggles. Financially, just in your personal life, just think about the Savior and know that He is behind you, pushing you, supporting you, and He's always been there. And if you're like me, sometimes I have a hard time seeing that. And I get feeling sorry for myself and wondering, why have I had to have this trial? Why is this happening? Where are you, Lord? Can't you see I'm I'm struggling here? He is there. You may not see him, but please know that he is there because he loves you. He's looking out for each of us. He knows our needs. He knows us personally. He knows our names. He knows what we struggle with. And I firmly believe that as we continue to put one foot in front of the other and have faith and hope and courage, that things will get better, that they will. The trials that we go through are meant to shape us. The trials that we go through refine us. Just as steel is hardened in a fire and becomes stronger, so can we become stronger. If we continue to have faith and hope and we do our part, we will see that our loving Savior has always been there with us. So just the fact that I, you know, I share that little story about my sons pushing me up that hill, it really does represent what I have just spoken about and how much the Savior loves us. I hope each of you will have an enjoyable day and that in some small way, this short message that I shared with you. It's my hope that perhaps it will help carry you through a hard time. Look to the Savior. Thank you for listening. And as always to my listeners, remember to speak up, speak out, and speak often. Bye-bye.